On October 3rd, the Human Rights Foundation's community came together for the 2022 Oslo Freedom Forum in New York. Guests from all corners of the globe gathered at the historic Town Hall Theater to listen to the stories of brave activists and learn about today's most pressing human rights issues. Welcome to Dissidents and Dictators, a series of conversations by the Human Rights Foundation dedicated to exposing and challenging authoritarianism around the world. This episode was recorded during the 2022 Oslo Freedom Forum in New York, a global gathering of activists and dissidents united in standing up to tyranny. Since 2009, individuals have come from across the world to educate, share, and inspire at the Oslo Freedom Forum. You can watch this programming and more on the Oslo Freedom Forum YouTube or Facebook pages. Daniel Ortega's regime has completely destroyed democracy in Nicaragua in the last five years, establishing a brutal one-party state where there is no room for dissent. Berta Valle is one of many brave Nicaraguans trying to push back. She is a journalist and the wife of Félix Maradiaga, a civil society leader and former presidential candidate who was imprisoned by the regime in June 2021. Berta is tirelessly advocating for the restoration of democracy in Nicaragua and for the release of her husband and more than 200 other political prisoners. Four hundred and eighty-two days. For one year, three months, and nine days, our daughter Alejandra has been asking to talk to her father to tell him that we love him. Since the arbitrary detention of my husband, Felix Maradiaga, on June 8th last year, the Ortega's regime has not allowed us to have a phone call, a letter, or even a drawing from Felix. Only two family members that are in Nicaragua have been able to see him, but because we have been forced into exile, we cannot go to the country. Alejandra is one of the 140 minors, children of political prisoners in my country that have not access to one of their parents. When I spoke at the Oslo Freedom Forum last year, I mentioned there were more than 140 political prisoners. That number has increased to more than 205 political prisoners held by the Ortega's regime because of their commitment to freedom, justice, and democracy. All of them had been sentenced violating all due process in secret hearings without the access to their lawyers. And all of them are suffering from cruel and inhuman conditions. Felix and other political prisoners that are in El Chipote, that's the way we call the prison, have been incomunicado for long periods of time they are in cells in completely darkness. They don't have access to sunlight only once a week for 15 minutes. They are forced to remain in absolutely silent 
They cannot talk to each other even if they are with someone else. They don't have any reading or writing material, not even a Bible. Some, particularly the female political prisoners, have been in solitary confinement for over a year. And they don't have access to medical attention. So we are desperately worried for their lives. On February 12th this year, Hugo Torres, a retired general, died because of these conditions. He was during eight months in El Chipote. He was rushed to the hospital and he died under the custody of the police. And we don't want that type of story to be repeated. On July 1st, with the help of the campaign Se Humano Nicaragua, we did a digital narrated portrait of Felix to denounce how he was treated. And the regime reacted. The next day, on July 2nd, they released images of Felix on national TV in a trial where they forced him to sign a 13-year in prison sentence, of course, under false charges. And those images are the only ones that I have had from my husband in over a year. And their media said that we were lying about his physical condition. But as you can see, Felix has lost more than 60 pounds and his health has been deteriorating. Then two months later on August 31st, the regime released pictures in television from all the political prisoners held in El Chipote. But we still are waiting to see those that are under house arrest because we know all of them have been suffering from psychological and physical torture. The freedom of religion have been the latest victim of the regime in Nicaragua. The Catholic Church was the only institution in the country that could talk up uh, against the regime. But since June this year, they imprisoned eight priests, including Archbishop Rolando Alvarez, who advocated for the release of the political prisoners and justice in Nicaragua. Civil society organizations also have been criminalized in the country. The regime has shut down 1,700 NGOs from different sectors, health, education, humanitarian relief, business innovation. And just to give you an example, they shut down and confiscated the building of Operation Smile Nicaragua, an organization that provided surgeries for 
underprivileged kids with cliffed palate. And also in our country, sadly, we have to say there is no freedom of the press anymore. All the independent media outlets have been shut down, confiscated. We reported this year that more than 100 journalists had been forced into exile because of the persecution. And just two weeks ago, the regime put out of the air CNN in Spanish. And they were the last critical voices of the regime that could enter the country. The race of the dictatorship in Nicaragua is also a threat to freedom in the region. Nicaragua is one of the seven countries in the world that supported the brutal invasion of Russia into Ukraine. And Ortega has gone as far as inviting this military into the country. And we are horrified to think that our country could be hosting this army that had committed atrocities against civilians in Ukraine. My husband stood in this stage in 2019, and he denounced the violation of human rights in Nicaragua. Before he has betrayed detention, he told me, to keep raising my voice for freedom. Today, also his freedom. And I have, and I won't stop because I want my daughter to grow up with her daddy by her side. I wanna go back to my country without the fear of persecution. And I want my people to live in a society where they can decide their destiny and not be in worry about the dictatorship. That's why I come to you today and ask you again, please do not forget about the hundreds of Nicaraguans that have been killed and the thousands that have been in prison like my husband and the 400,000 Nicaraguans that have been forced into exile, running from the persecution and misery. And as my husband always says, in order for nonviolence to be successful, we need international solidarity. We need attention from the world. So I ask you today for your engagement to keep the pressure on Ortega, to release the political prisoners and to restore democracy in Nicaragua. Thank you.